We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome back. This is the Chad Hartman Show. I'm Dave Schrader filling in for Chad. One hour left to go. Man, this day went by fast. Holy cow. I did a whole week last week filling in for Jason to Russia, three hours today. I think I've covered every shift now from uh, 9 a.m. till 6 p.m., and I'm loving it, having a good time. Thank you to we'll all of the We'll have to get listeners. you into the, uh, the night rotation now. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Yeah. I'm a night guy, so I'm, I'm good with uh, joining up whenever, wherever. I, you know, I was going to mention, uh, with the new year, you sit there, I, I get older, I look back, I've got kids. And I'm often <clears throat> reminded, boy, just, you know, at what point am I not going to be needed anymore? And uh, I got a phone call from my daughter, woke me up yesterday at like 5 a.m. She wasn't feeling well. She's, you know, she lives with her fiance. And <laughs> I just, it was so, I, I don't know, uh, touching to me that my my growing daughter, my adult daughter still calls dad when she doesn't feel well. And she's, she called me to just check in and dad, I don't feel well. I don't know what to do. And just having that moment, knowing that even in, in growing up, you still are doing something right that your kids reach out to you and want just that little bit of extra comfort. And uh, yeah, I, I love those elements. And I, I look back at the years I spent with my kids and, and how they still are. And that I still get those calls and, I've done my best to try to make myself accessible. And I know it's hard. Sometimes as parents, we don't know when do we let them fly. We let them fly, but it doesn't mean that you still can't be there to help guide them, to hold their hands, be there, be their friend, be their confidant, be a safe place for them. And, uh, you know, I mean, my mom passed away seven years ago. I think I was still calling her when I felt junky. Oh, my God, a raging headache. I don't know what to do. Now, my mom was a nurse, so she always had, you know, important information to share and <laughs> would help me walk through it. I'm just a bonehead. I don't know why my kids, I'm like, uh, take some NyQuil. That's kind of my answer for everything. NyQuil or Benadryl, I think, are the magic elixirs okay. for just about everything. Although I will say, um, you know you know how you wish you had certain moments back in time? I, My daughter, Kayla, was about four, maybe five years old. She got sicker than a dog. She's just poor girl erupting from every corner, mm. right? Sick as a dog. She couldn't keep any medicine down to try to keep her from throwing up. And we had to get her suppositories in order to quell the nausea. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> and that's, uh, boy, that is, that's uh, that's a tough gig for the parent and the child. Right? Yeah, I, yeah. It, it's kind of uh, one of those that, yeah. as a parent, you want to support your child and be there. But then it, mm. yeah, that just seems like yeah, a very touchy area. It's that, very touchy. Yeah. And then... Maybe 
four or five months later, my, my daughter's got a little runny nose and we're in the grocery store, right? And we're wheeling down the medicine island and she goes, what are we doing, dad? And I said, I was going to get you some medicine for your runny nose. Hand to God, she screams out, no, daddy, please don't put anything more in my butt, please. And that's one of those moments where I just, I should have just gone by myself. I never knew this was going to happen. How do you, and then there's no right reaction because if you, that makes you look really bad, makes the whole moment. It's just one of those in, now we can look back and laugh about it. Yeah. Um, and you're trying to, I, she had a suppository a week. She's very sick. Just trying to, yeah, there's no coming back from that comment. No. And, and it's said in the most innocuous way, right? Right. It, it's just, it's such an oh. innocent comment from a child that was very uncomfortable with how they were feeling. Yeah. And it's just looking to, looking to dad for support. But yeah, when oh. you scream up, please, dad, don't put anything else in my butt. Yeah, that's, that's, oh, that was, that was more scary to me than having to administer the you'll say medication. They're, they're, I mean, because you know what, the kids, no matter how much your kids love you, mm-hmm. when you've got a little waxy pill and you're trying to convince them this is where it goes. Yeah. Uh, that's a that's a tough. Sell. It goes against everything that they've yeah. been told yes. in their life. It's like and hey, everything I've 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 used, had to live through. I don't yeah, want to do that. Yeah, I mean they say context uh, is context is king, but I I don't know under what context there is no context. You, 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 that's you, make, ever you good. make that available out in the public, yeah. and it's mm, yeah, Brr, yuck. That's all I can say. Is yuck. That that was. But I just <laughs> I remember my poor poor daughter yelling that out in the store and just. You took me off mm-hmm. my game. I'm not going to lie. You got to try to power through and just get through the rest of your shopping as quick yeah. as you can. Because again, then you got to. Do you go too quickly? Because then it looks like you're hiding stuff. But yeah. man, the side eyes and glances I was getting all day long from from well. From yeah, I mean, how do you, how do you you can't you can't win? No, there's you, no comeback. You, on you that can't one. you can't win. That that might be one of those situations where you just kind of throw your your arms up and boy. Uh, but yeah. you're talking about your your older daughter too, mm-hmm. who you know lives with her fiance, and she called you when she's sick. Yeah, I think that just shows that as a parent, when you've got that connection with your child, doesn't matter how old they are, they still want you for comfort. Like you're you're a comfort, like you're that you're that safe space, you're that that security blanket, you're that warm embrace when something like that happens. My daughter, she called me, I don't know, like a month ago about something. And uh, I'm like, uh, I don't know, you know, it's feminine issues. And I, and I, I'm stumbling through it blindly like a moron, you know, <laughs> Tim, Tim Allen's. Oh, 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 I don't know. And then she goes, you used to be so much better at this. And I'm like, you were my kid then. Now you're a grown adult. And I feel yeah. weird offering advice. I've never, I don't know. This may come as a shock to a lot of people, Chris. I've never had a period. So I don't know the pain. I don't know the discomfort. I don't know the weirdness of it all. Mm-hmm. So I asking advice from me, I don't know the proper thing. There's only to so say far that you can go. Yeah. 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 I uh You end up becoming Larry David. Yes. Yeah. Is, and is, that's exactly the situation that I've I've found myself in. And then, you know, there are things too we take for granted. You forget you while trying to give kids advice and you get um you know, doing laundry. I'm like, hey, come in here. I'll do your laundry. Do you know that there are ways to take care of these stains to help you? And they're mortified. And you're like, it's okay. 
you know, we're humans. Yeah. These things happen. Do they feel like you're judging them? They're just like, this is so embarrassing. Right. But it's better that we address how to fix this because you're an adult now. And if nobody holds your hand through it, and that's one thing about being a parent, right, is I try to find always the most gentle, loving way to share in a moment and turning it into an educational moment moment, if I can. Sure. Uh, But, you know, sometimes it's just like, man, why didn't somebody tell me that? Um, you know, our, our young son uh, is maturing, and therefore there are things that come with young boys maturing mm-hmm. that, you know, parents don't want to think about or discuss. Yeah. And uh, but he was having his own his own interior combative. I don't know if this is good, bad or not. And, uh, you know, he talked to his mom about it and she did her best. And then I could see he was still struggling. And one of my daughters, my other son were in the living room and I'm like, Hey, by the way, I just want to say something, get it out. I do it. She does it. He does it. It's natural. You're okay. And he just got the shock look on his face. And my other kids just looked at me and then they go, yeah, yeah, we're all cool. That's everybody does this. It's a natural part of growing up. Yeah. Um, don't be shamed by it. You don't have to tell mom and I about it, <laughs> you know, Clean up your messes, and that's all I'm going to ask you it's to just, do. It's just it's implied, but yeah. yeah, I mean there there is a certain amount of of embarrassment I would imagine because my daughter's 13. I've only got one, and she's 13, going to be 14 this year. Mm-hmm. And I mean that's kind of how it works: 13 to 14. Yeah, that's that, mathematically. Mathematically, yeah, that's what yeah. I that's what I expect to happen is that she'll turn 14 this year. Yes, all, if all things go well. <laughs> right, <laughs> but I do think that that there are. Do you feel like, you know, because you've got, what, eight kids? Do you feel like things have gotten easier with talking to your kids and being more open about things as times have changed? Kids are, every kid's different. Some kids are, you know, my my, uh, stepson, Charlie, I love the kid to death. And he had one of, he had a breakup a couple years ago, his first girlfriend. And his mom said, hey, Charlie went through this. And I, I came home from work and I go, hey, Charlie. Come on, let's go for a ride. And he got in the car with me, and we just drove silently, and we went over to Half Price Books because we both love vinyl and okay. records. And we started looking through vinyl together, and we were talking, just you know, kind of chatting. And I go, you know, it's not the end of the world, buddy. And he just kind of looked over at me and goes, I know. And I said, well, I just want to make sure that you do know that because you know how many times I thought, I'm never going to be loved again. I'm never going to find love. And – I just want you to know that that's not true. That's a lie that your your heart is telling your brain, and it's just because you're hurting right now. And and then I told him my attempted suicide story from when I was in high school, how it was centered around a girl. And I said, just think about how stupid that is. Think about how much I would have missed. Yeah, you know. And and I said, just because I I didn't take the time to acknowledge that many people break up, and we will get through this. And in these first loves can be the worst. And he said, oh, cool. I I appreciate that. Yeah. And, you know, uh, we we just moved on from there. I bought him a Springsteen album. <laughs> we we went home and went our separate ways. Yeah, I see a, I see a pattern. But he thanked me. And, uh, you know, that's I just try to make the moment the best I can and the least uncomfortable by letting them know I'm human, too. Well, and that's the and thing. I've is done like, that. Yeah, kids, it's one thing to talk to their friends. It's one thing to talk to people that I, I feel like. It should be a safe space for kids to be able to talk to their parents. But then I also feel like, and again, I've only got one, so I've got a very small sample size. 
like you can trust that you're not going to be judged and that we really do have your best interest in mind. And, and you know, you were mentioning your, your stepson at that point when you're that young, like that's it's such an immense and a fierce emotion because it's something they've yeah. never felt before. It's something new. Right. And, you know, the joy of the relationship, but then the pain that comes with it. It's just it's so new. You, you don't know how to manifest that. Right. You don't know how to how to harvest that into something good. So that it's good that you were able to take that and use that emotion and turn it into something positive. I, and I'll tell you what, the, the talk and text line is open six, five, one, four, six, one, nine, two, two, six. Have you had to have hard discussions with your children? What do you do to ease it, to make it so that when you talk to them, you're not shaming them. You're not making them feel bad about uh, the things they've done. I've always been very open with my kids. I'm like, Hey, listen, uh, I drank, I smoked weed when I was in high school. I did things that weren't smart. I'm here for you. Don't drive. Don't do this. You'll never get a, I'll never yell at you if you call me anytime day or night and say, Dad, I'm impaired. Come pick me up. That's it. I, I will do that. It doesn't mean we won't have a discussion later about the dangers, but I won't ride you about it. I won't make you feel bad. It's a part of human experience. And let's just get everybody home safely. You, your friends, whatever. I just want to be a part of that. What's your tips and hints? Call me, 651-461-9226, or text in your thoughts. We'll do that when we return. I'm Dave Schrader. This is the Chad Hartman Show on Newstalk 830 WCCO. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Chad Hartman Show. Dave Schrader filling in today on Newstalk 830-WCCO. Hopefully Chad will be back in the seat tomorrow, but thank you all for your uh, generosity and openness and allowing me into your homes, your cars, or wherever you may be listening. We were talking about kids and advice that we give. Uh, talking text line, here's a text that says, being honest and sincere about what you've done at their age can help to explain the consequences. I agree. That's been a big part of it is it's when my kids think they're being slick or smarter than I am and then they're amazed at, how did you know that? I'm like, I was also a teenager 
and I also didn't have um, tracking devices on my phone and in my car. So mm-hmm. I'm already well aware of what you're doing, but I also have a leg up on you. Yeah, I, and, you know, to me it's like I don't feel like kids want to be talked down to. No. Like, like okay, everything that you do is wrong and everything is going to be, hey, you can't do that. That's bad. You know, this is why. But, but I want to ask you, Dave, because something kind of came to mind during that last segment. At what point? Did you feel like it was like what age were your kids? And maybe, like you said, every kid's different. Did you feel like it was okay to start being completely transparent with all of your missteps that you have done before? Because I'm sure there are some up to a certain point you don't want to Mm -hmm. you you don't want to kind of let them peek behind the curtain. But at what point were you like, hey, this is this is what I've done. And these are the mistakes that I've made. I, I've just always been of the mind growing in it. I mean, I've, I've not been a perfect father by any means. I've done my very best with the limited information I had to go forward. Um, and I try to take what my parents did and make it better. And I love my parents very much. They did a fine job raising me. But, you know, obviously they came from a different generation. My dad was a hit first, ask questions later guy. I don't hold that against him because that's what he grew up. My grandfather used to chase him around with a baseball bat when he did something stupid. So the fact that my dad didn't hit me with a baseball bat makes me feel like he, too, learned (laughs) and moved on. Although my my dad was still kind of an antiquated caveman when it came to some of those things. Um, you know, I, he was quick with a spoon. If I was at a dinner at a restaurant and acting like a goof, whack, I'd get hit between the eyes mm-hmm. with a spoon. And, yeah, I mean, he didn't throw it across the table. He just popped me between the eyes with it. And it caught my attention and embarrassed me and made me realize that what I was doing was embarrassing to everybody at the table or that I was being loud and obnoxious. But that was also acceptable at those cues. times. Right. Yeah. Now, you, you do your best, but I, I will say there are some tough times. I mean, I don't think my kids learn the same kind of consequences for their actions as we did as children and learn to respect authority the way we did because – Everybody was so worried about feelings, and and I don't want to sound like that guy and and talk about the snowflake culture, but I do believe we it's imperative to let kids know you can lose and still be okay. You don't yeah. need a participation ribbon. You don't need, but you, hey, good job. You know what, Chris? Today you didn't win, but that's okay because you didn't quit. You kept playing in that game, and I'm very mm-hmm. proud of that. And but yeah, but all my friends, you know what? Your friends aren't going to remember this a week from now. Your friends aren't even going to remember this three days from now. Let's just move on. I I feel like, yeah, there's, there's a, I feel like there's got to be a happy medium between Mm -hmm. the positive reinforcement and not protecting your kids. Like you want to protect them to a certain extent, but also, I mean, doesn't there, at at some point you just have to let them face these failures head on. My, listen, my daughter has pushed as many envelopes as she can. Sometimes to try to get my ire up, mm-hmm. and then I realize, well, there's a different element here that needs to be addressed. What's going on, honey? You know, let's talk. And if she doesn't feel like talking, I've watched her, and she uh, she has experimented with dating different type of people mm-hmm. and wondering how my reaction would be if she dated somebody of color or different ethnicity or religion or race or whatever. I don't care. Are they good to you? Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, and then – Dad, I think I would like to date this girl. I'm like, is she open with it? Yeah. Okay. And then one night she pulled the old, do you mind if she spends the night? I'm like, no, that's fine. She goes, well, isn't that sexist of you? And I go, well, what do you mean? 
She goes, so my my boyfriend couldn't spend the night, but my girlfriend can. And I leaned in and I go, I'm going to let you in on a secret. Your girlfriend's not going to get you pregnant. And she just gave me the shocked look. And I go, there are different rules for different people. Just like I treat you differently than I treat your sister. Doesn't mean I love mm-hmm. you differently or any less. But every one of you has a different set of rules that come with you, right? Your sister does this, this, and this, but she has these things in her life that I have to be aware of. Mm-hmm. You come at me with this, this, and this, but you also deal with anxiety and depression like I do. So I treat you differently in those situations because this is how I wished people would have helped me through these situations. And so I've, you know, I try to talk to my children in that way. Again, I make mistakes all the time. But I've also been the one that if I screw up, I'm usually the like the knee jerk as a parent. Dad, can I go out? No. Why? Because I said no. And that used to be the old fallback, right? right. Because I said so. Well, I, I feel like now that there's got to be an explanation. Well, that's what I like, do is yeah. I'll sit there and I'll, you know what? I'll tell, cool tell down. The why? The why? I'll cool down and then I'll be like, hey, listen, Chris, <clears throat> go ahead and go over to your friend's house. I don't even know why I said no to you. To be honest with you, you just hit me. I was in the middle of doing something. I was thinking about another thing, and then I know I've got to go do this. And you asked me at just the wrong moment for my brain to process the request. So I apologize for my knee-jerk reaction. Go have fun. I've tried to allow my kids to have a full life, and there have been times when it would have been just as easy to take this experience away from them. Mm -hmm. But then I wonder what lesson will they learn from that. Now, maybe they'll learn the lesson that they should have done this and then they would have been able to do that. But I also feel like, but you may not get a chance to see Paul McCartney perform again. You might yeah. not get a chance. And I'm not going to punish the entire family because of you, because you made a bad choice. You don't want to prevent those experiences. So we're all going to go do these experiences together. What you don't know is the thing I'm going to take away from you that you'll never know. And later on, and to me, that that sucked. When I found out later, oh, I really wish we were going to go to the circus. We were going to go to the circus. But remember when you lipped off to me? Mm -hmm. Well, you didn't even tell me. It shouldn't matter. It shouldn't be dependent on me telling you not to lip off. You should just respect your mom and dad and not lip off. And then we would have had that experience. Well, that's not fair. Well, it's not fair that I need to bribe you either. So there are interesting elements to how we progress with the way that we discuss things with our children. And there are a lot of things I wish I could take back. There are a lot of fights that I had that I wish I would have addressed differently. But I know that in the end of it, I love my children. I've tried my best. I've apologized when I feel that I was wrong. Um, There are times that I maybe should have apologized even though I wasn't entirely wrong because they weren't wrong either. And sometimes I think it's okay to admit that you can both be right about a situation from your point of view. And sometimes it takes those words to describe and that's and that's key right there when you talk about apologizing to your kids. I, I get this all the time where you know, our daughter, she's very analytical, and she's like, well, you never said sorry for this. We're like, well, why should we have to say sorry when we were not wrong? Right. And then we get into the but, but I feel like there's a certain sense of validation. Kids want to be validated. Right. Like this is – this is what I feel. This is what I think. And this is why. Yeah. Like they put it out there and then they expect you, if, if they feel like you're in the wrong, you need to constantly apologize. And I feel like there are some times where parents are too proud to, to apologize. I'm the parent. I can't apologize. Right. Even though you know you're no in the weakness. wrong. weakness. Right. Yeah. You can't show weakness yeah. to them because then for some reason it's like you, you give them the upper hand, but. 
if they see that, again, that, that you're open and you're honest and you're willing to admit your mistakes, I mean, I, I feel like that only helps to strengthen us to be like, hey, when we say we make a mistake, we mean it because we don't always say that we're perfect. Like we, we admit we've got some warrants. And I've, uh, you know, we'll take a break here in a second. I've also been open about struggles so that they know that life is not sugarcoated. It isn't easy and you're not guaranteed to win just because you're the adult. Um, so when they see that things are, you know, COVID hurt us. You know, I had a house full of eight, nine people on no income for two years, you know, that I had to take care of. They had to know that this was it. And it would have been embarrassing and egotistical of me to say, everything's going to be fine. I let them know this is going to be tough on all of us and we need to come together as a family. And this is it. We're not going to get all the snacks that we want. We're not going to get to do all the things we want because we can't afford to do that at this point. But let's buckle down and and just focus on making the best out of what we have. And that's what we tried to do through those points. Uh, We'll take a break. Again, talk and text line open 651-461-9226. We lost a lot of celebrities, politicians, names of note this year. Let's talk about that. Reflect back on who we lost when we return right here on the Chad Hartman Show, WCCO. This is News Talk 830. Welcome back to the program. This is the Chad Hartman Show. I'm Dave Schrader filling in. Time's going too quickly, as it always does, as we are now in 2024. Three hours almost gone, 20 minutes left together here. Thank you all for tuning in and spending some time with me. As we talk about time moving a little too quickly, let's uh, let's just take a look. Man, we've lost a lot of people this year. Jimmy Buffett, of course, uh, one of the names that people recognize, passed away at the age of 76 years old. Norman Lear, who created some of TV's most iconic characters and television shows, passed away at the age Mm -hmm. of 101 years old. Uh, Last week, Tommy Smothers, famous comedian from the Smothers Brothers, passed away. After a battle with cancer, he was 86. David Crosby, the uh, musician, Crosby, Stills, and Nash, yep, yep, passed away at age 81 this year. Uh, Then taking a look at some of the uh, political figures, Dianne Feinstein, who became the first female mayor of San Francisco in 1978 and uh, went on to become our longest-serving female senator, passed away. Uh, I think she was actually... (laughs) I know she had a bout with shingles and she was really sick right before she passed. But, I mean, she was still an active member of the government yeah. until her passing, which, I mean, oh, you know, that's that in and of, no it's, jokes that oh. in and of itself is, you know, another discussion for another day. But that's my dad had shingles when my mom passed away and spent an entire weekend having people pat him on the back and give him hugs and be there for him. The poor guy was battling shingles. It was, oh, I felt so horrible for him. But I digress. Uh, Sandra Day O'Connor passed away as well. Um, First woman appointed to the U.S. Supreme Court. Rosalind Carter, Jimmy Carter's wife, Mm -hmm. which actually kind of a surprise. Jimmy Carter went into hospice care, right, and care months ago. Yeah, and and my understanding is he's still there. And I got to admit... At the time, I, and not a bit, like legitimately did not know that all of my experience with hospice had been fairly abbreviated. And to be in in long-term hospice is, I mean, really, it was mind-boggling to me. But yeah, Jimmy Carter, Rosalind Carter, I mean, I don't know if you're going to find two two more well-respected individuals in the political spectrum from either party than than Jimmy and and Rosalind Carter. Uh, Henry Kissinger 
He was uh, Secretary of State under President Nixon. He passed away this year. Um, what else have we got here? Uh, Ken Potts, who dove into the burning waters of Pearl Harbor to save his fellow sailors, passed away. Richard Bernasek risked his life to rescue art stolen by the Nazis, passed away. Ben Forensic uh, took on the moral imperative of prosecuting the Nazis at the Nuremberg trials. He passed away. Um uh, let me see here. With his 1969 Motown song War, recorded by Edwin Starr, songwriter Barrett Straw passed away. Jim Brown, one of the best NFL players in history. Yeah. Also an activist, very big activist as very well big. later on in life. Yeah, passed away. Harry Belafonte. He passed away this year. Uh, Remember that song from Beetlejuice? Yeah, what was that? Uh, Step in the Line? Jump in the line. That's it. Jump in the line. Yeah, that's another one of his big I can ones. hear you. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Did, did, did a songwriter, Cynthia Weil, passed away. She was a collaborator with Barry Mann, gave voice to all those uh, so hard to make it on the Great White Way on Broadway. Uh, Ryan O'Neill just passed, right? He was an actor. Although, now there's another guy that everybody always holds in high esteem, and I just always thought he came off as a jackass. Uh, so it made it hard for me to enjoy any role I saw him mm, in. Okay. Um, you know, I mean, he did Love Story, Paper Moon, some other movies that really drew the attention. But I, I just think in his life, he just came off like such a jerk that I, I – not that I'm saying it's okay. He's yeah. Dead, but I just – No, it, it's – well, like, we always have a tendency to look at people in a, a more favorable light posthumously. Mm-hmm. But it, it is okay that you can look at it and be like – I never got those vibes from from people. Yeah. I mean, it's like there's somebody else on there, Tom Sizemore, and I know he had addiction issues. I look at Tom Sizemore, and I was just I was never really a, a, a Tom Sizemore fan. No, Michael Gambon passed away. He was, uh, of course, Dumbledore. He he took over mm. for Richard Harris as Dumbledore, the headmaster of Hogwarts. He passed away this year. Raquel Welch passed away. Yeah. Alan Arkin passed away. To uh, oh, uh, Rico Browning, the actor who played the creature from the Black Lagoon. Mm. And I had a chance to meet him at a few different conferences that I've attended. A sweetheart of a guy, very nice guy, and uh, just passed away. Richard Roundtree passed away. Shaft. Melinda Dillon, she was the mom from A Christmas Story. Oh, yeah. She was Richard Dreyfuss's wife in uh, Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Topol, the actor, uh, Fiddler on the Roof. He was also uh, the the professor. Oh, God, I can't think of the name of it now. I've seen the movie 20 billion times. He was in Flash Gordon. Dr. Hans Zarkoff, he played that role. Topol, he passed away. Stella Stevens uh, passed away. Uh, Michael Lerner from Barton Fink passed away. And, of course, Jerry Springer. I forgot about that. Yeah, that, that one That one shocked me because that one and, and Jimmy Buffett both because I, we never heard either one of them were sick. Like both of them yeah. kept it very, very close to the vest. Bob Barker passed away. He passed away at the age of 99. Do you know why he waited to 99? Uh, uh, I, he wanted to be the closest to 100 without going over. Uh, ah, price I, is right, Joe. You can't go look up the punchlines. Thank you, Chris. I appreciate that. No, I wasn't looking at the punchline. Oh, line. I thought you were getting it. How about Shirley Feeney? Cindy Williams passed away from Laverne and Shirley this year. Um, Matthew Perry, of course, we lost from the Friends TV series. Uh, Suzanne Summers from Three's mm-hmm. Company. David McCollum from The Man from Uncle and NCIS. Yeah, we were just watching Three. I, I think it was on, uh, was it Ion or Logo the other night? I was just, just flipping around and saw Three's Company. I'm like, you know what? Just going to throw it on there. Mm-hmm. You saw it. Yeah. doesn't really hold up as well. It doesn't, no. The only actor on the show to me was uh, John Ritter. John Ritter. He he wasn't reaction. I mean, he was very big. Yeah, 
But everybody else was so reactionary and just mugging the camera that it, none of it was acting. But, man, that was entertainment in the day. It, yeah, and, I mean, it kind of goes into, you know, when you're talking about Norman Lear as well, he, you look yep. at all of the all the shows that he created at that point in time, and you're like, I felt like he was kind of ahead of his time in a certain, you know, with the Jeffersons and all in oh, the yeah. family. And, actually, he was right in the right time because none of those shows would survive today. None yeah, of those shows and, would and, be able and to that's, And that's true because he, he did uh, – he broke I, a lot of boundaries, and he, he put out what people were saying behind closed doors yeah. and gave people an, an examination and a way to maybe reevaluate how we treat one another. And I think that was really powerful, uh, what Norman Lear brought. <laughs> Mark Margolis passed away from Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul, Barbara Bossen from Hill Street Blues, and Paul Rubens, Pee Wee mm. Herman, passed away this year. Marty Croft one half of the Sid and Marty Croft that brought us shows like H.R. Puffin stuff. Oh, yes. Yes. And, uh, wow, that show. My daughter, my oldest daughter, loved H.R. Puffin stuff. And what a acid trip show that <laughs> was. Also responsible for Land of the Lost and so many of the other great Saturday cartoons and shows that I, I grew up watching. Uh, comedian actor Richard Belzer passed away. Mark Goddard from Lost in Space. Um Barry Humphreys, who a lot of people might not recognize that name, but he portrayed the character of Dame Edna uh, for many years, was hilarious, great personality, passed away. Lisa Loring, the original Wednesday Adams from the Adams family, also passed away. Um, Tina Turner, Tina Turner, Sinead O'Connor, yeah. Steve Harwell, the lead singer of Smash Mouth, uh, DJ Casper, mm -hmm. who did the Cha-Cha Slide. Lisa Marie Presley went out this year. Pianist Andre Watts, uh, Sugarman singer-songwriter Sixto Rodriguez, Rudolph Isley from the Isley Brothers, Gordon Lightfoot. Yes. Sundown. Well, that mm -hmm. song has a whole different meaning and feel to it. Uh, drummer Fred White from Earth, Wind, and Fire. Oh, man. Tony Bennett passed away this year. It's just amazing the amount of entertainers. And I will tell you this. This year was rough on musicians and pro wrestlers. It seemed like every other week a musician or pro wrestler had passed on. Yeah, this it was, you know, and being a wrestling fan, I mean, you know, you're friends with, you know, one of the most well-known wrestlers in the world, you know, Chris Jericho. And, I mean, I do a podcast about old school, you know, AWA wrestling based out of here. So, yeah, we we see it all the time, and, and it really is – it was – did you mention uh, Angus Cloud? No. As well, he was uh, – we watched his show Euphoria. And it's so good, HBO. Okay. And he was a, a very likable drug dealer named Fez. Fezco was his name. And he was so, so good and died at the age of 25, 25 years old. Damn. And it was just, it was, that one kind of, is there one that kind of hits you harder than most? This year, because musicians, when you come into the musician realm, it just yeah. it's, that always impacts me because it's kind of mm -hmm. like the turning of pages in a in a book so much quicker now. And you watch some of these legends that have passed away, and then you know, I was a huge monkeys fan, and now that we're down to just one of the monkeys left, uh, two of the Beatles, two of the founding members of the Rolling Stones, you know, you're looking at all these legends, and they're all out still performing, doing things, but it's just musicians. I think really hit me. Um, David Bowie and John Ritter were two of the celebrities that really kind of impacted me deeply when we lost him. Because, and I can't even tell you specifically why, but both of those um, entertainers, when they went, just had profound mm -hmm. effects on me. We have to take a break, our final break. 
who affected you? What impacted you? Any of the celebrities this year that passed away? Let me know. WCCO Talk and text line 651-461-9226. That's 651-461-9226. This is the Chad Hartman Show. I'm Dave Schrader on News Talk 830-WCCO. It's 2.53 p.m. It's your Lindus Construction time check. Time to invest to get a complimentary heat map analysis with your insulation estimate. I can see her lying back in her satin dress In a room where you do what you don't confess A great voice, huh? Sundown, you better take care If I find you creeping around my Lightfoot gone, but not Sundown, forgotten. The talk and text line is open, 651-461-9226. Uh, one of the, the listeners says, singers that die that impacted me, not from 2023, but from my growing up years, Michael Jackson and Prince. Definitely, those were two that were felt. 2000, man, 2016, we lost so many big musicians in that one year. That was the year my mom passed away, Bowie went away, Prince mm-hmm. went away, Glenn Fry went away. Um, it was just like an onslaught. And then you make it all the way through the year, and then as the meme goes, just when you think the year's safe and you're out, wham, George Michaels is gone. Yeah, I, I was going to say, George Michael was one that yeah. that hit me hard because I, I love Wham growing up. I've made no bones about sure. it. I, I just I thought that he and, and Andrew Ridgely, you know, uh, Andrew Ridgely gets a – he gets a bum rap because people don't understand how support. If he wasn't who he was, George Michael would not have been who he was. Right. Because he had the support and said, you know what? You're the star. You're going to go solo. I'm going to be here to support you. And yeah. absolutely remarkable. And they knew their place. They knew that they could sing Wake Me Up Before You Go Go. They could do these songs for about five years. Yeah. And then they would be much too old to be playing that. They had role. a shelf life. Yeah. Yeah, it's like when you're like new kids on the block. Well, you're not kids anymore. Yeah, the Backstreet Boys. It's like you're, you're not you're not boys. Yeah, you know. I, I I mean I don't know. I mean I don't. I love my boy bands. I love my boy bands. Don't give me that. Sounds weird, but you know what I mean. Chris, I'm not here to judge. I was doing a conference this last year. Oh, judge! I've been judged. Go ahead. And uh, Nick Carter was at the conference, <gasps> and my room that I was in doing my presentation yeah. was directly next to the room. Which this just... was poor planning. They were, he was going to do a live concert mm-hmm. in the room next to me. And he's in there doing sound check. And as I'm doing my talk, he's doing the check, check one, check, check, check one. <laughs> and so I'm trying to keep people engaged. And all of a sudden he starts singing Wanted Dead or Alive by, yeah. by Bon Jovi yeah. just for the test deal. And he goes, you know, uh, he gets to the line and then he goes, because I'm wanted. And I'm in the middle of talking and we all just stop. And then I slowly look at the wall and I lift up my microphone and I go, dead or alive. And he starts laughing on the other side of the wall. <laughs> awesome. And so he sings a line. I sang a line. We, we just had a fun time. And then a little bit later on, he started singing. And I'm not a big Backstreet Boys fan. Yeah. I'm sorry. I, I'd know the song if I heard it. Uh-huh. But he was singing that Backstreet Boys. All right. Whatever that song Backstreet's is. Backstreet's back. Yeah. And he's playing that song and singing it and stops again. And then I threw back to him, and he just started laughing. And I go, folks, I want you to realize not many guys in my field can say that they've now sung a duet with Nick Carter. So, you know, you take the little wins where you can. Oh, yeah. That's where you take them. Um, Musicians that have passed away, yeah, a lot of people affected by the difference. Shecky Green passed away this year. 
Uh, yeah, just a couple days ago. Yeah, I think. and then uh, Minnesota legend Ian Punnett, radio host and good friend of mine, and Brad Lane from the station and uh, Coast to Coast AM host and uh, part of uh, Ian and Marjorie uh, radio show, passed away on December 21st, uh, tragically after a short battle. Um, he is definitely going to be missed. So there was a lot of loss that we suffered this year. But now here we are as we look forward to a bright new beginning. As we look at a new year filled with all kinds of possibilities. And yes, it'd be easy to focus on the negativity. It'd be easy to focus on the things that uh, look like they could go horribly wrong. But let's look at the promise that's out there. Let's look at the things that we now have to look forward to. Because this is a beginning for all of us. And for those of you, as we've talked today about depression, anxiety, and the need and want and desire to continue moving... This is your opportunity to start making those first steps. Start making those lists. Show what you're doing. List all the things that you do in a day so that you can remind yourself that you are doing something. That's right. Jericho tells you the same thing. So take advantage of this new year and have the very best that you possibly can. Make the best of it. I believe Henry Lake coming in next to fill in for Jason DeRussia. Charlie, is that correct? Am I getting it? Yes, we are correct. Charlie and Henry will be in here next. I want to thank everybody that's tuned in with me over the last uh, week, uh, week and a half of filling in. It's been a pleasure, and hopefully I'll be back again soon right here on the very best in Twin Cities Radio. I'm Dave Schrader in for Chad Hartman. You were listening to News Talk 830 WCCO. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> 